0: I say can you dig it, put your two hands up like that. Can you dig it? Can, 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 can. Here we go.
1: What is up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Can You Dig It? A podcast by enrolled.com I am one of your hosts, Christian Rivas, joined by Jacob Rude, as I am every week. Jacob, still no basketball, but in spite of that, how are you doing today?
0: Uh, I'd like to say I activated my own playoff mode this last week, and I've really ramped up the binge-watching of television <laughs> shows. Um, I started Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you've watched that. I, I've heard such good things about it, and like they're they are...
1: Actors in that show that I just can't believe are all on one Netflix show because they're yeah, so it's, talented. It's like it's like the Nolan crew is is all on that show,
0: more or less. Yeah. Um, Alex Regler was I saw him tweeting about it. It was a show I'd been wanting to to watch, and finally I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch this. So, uh, started that. Uh, I don't know if you've watched the series Dave on Netflix, Little Dickies. Haven't. Little Dickie Show is actually tremendous. <laughs> really? Yeah, like it is amazing. Like it has no business being as good as it is. Uh, I've pretty much binge watched all of that. Um, it's been a it's been a really productive week for me, <laughs> and uh, I really feel like I, I'm ready for the postseason. I actually sat down
1: and watched some TV um, just yesterday. I watched uh, *Hail Caesar*, the Coen Brothers movie. I really enjoyed that. Um, If you haven't, I I discovered the Coen Brothers pretty late in my life. Um, But if you haven't seen that or The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is so, so good, I highly recommend you check it out immediately, Uh, especially if you play Red Dead Redemption 2 and are submerged in the Western universe. Um, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs is so good. And then I watched uh, The Midnight Gospel, which is an animated series from the mind of the same guy that did adventure time. Uh, it is nothing like adventure <laughs> time. So if, uh, don't go into, to the series expecting that, but I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, other than that, just rewatching community. Uh, I think, Parks and Recreation had uh, an episode, a big a big day for Indiana, I'm
0: assuming, Jacob. <laughs> In a, a place that isn't even real, Pawnee. But yeah, it, I haven't watched that yet. I'm excited because I love Parks and Rec so much. And actually, I too have started rewatching Community for the third or fourth time this week as well. <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm, but... I'm really excited that it's got as much popularity as it has on netflix because i really want there to be a movie six seasons in a movie
1: Uh, (laughs) i remember uh playing that trumpet loudly when it moved uh i think it was to yahoo That a
0: a very very failed move to yahoo i can't even remember it was called like yahoo something and i can't remember what it was but it failed pretty badly
1: it was was bad but when that happened i was like well at least we're getting a movie we never (laughs) Uh, but I think Joe Russo's outright came out and said it's gonna happen, so we'll see. Uh, and by the way, I don't think I tell people Pawnee isn't a isn't a real place if I'm from Indiana. That's something you
0: is that claim one of the, <laughs> the redeeming qualities of Indiana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure it's to real.
1: Pawnee. Roy Hibbert and somebody else went to Pawnee, didn't they?
0: Uh Rick Smith, maybe? I think Rick Smits was in it. Uh, Yeah, that totally real place. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is a
1: basketball podcast, though. Uh, It's just we don't start off the top of the show talking about basketball because there is no basketball. Uh, And, Jacob, unless you know something I don't know, (laughs) we have no idea when basketball is going to come back. Well, Uh, my
0: sources are telling me (laughs) no. I was just going
1: to say, if you know something, please tell me. Um, but there was actually a good amount of basketball-related news, or I should say basketball-adjacent news, uh, on on Wednesday, or, sorry, Thursday. Uh, and at the very tippy-top of it, depending on what your priorities are, I'm a child, so this was at the top of my uh, priorities, uh, LeBron James released the logo and title for Space Jam 2. Uh, it is going to be called space jam, a new legacy, not in love with the title. Um, it comes off as a little like sci-fi ish. Like you think of, uh, uh, star Trek and like Tron it's, I don't know. It is, it rubbed me the wrong way, but, but it is, it is a children's movie, um, above all else. And I, if kids don't mind it, I guess I'll... the logo is pretty cool though. It looked kind of, uh, uh, schoolhouse Rock to me on LeBron's hat. Uh, I think because of the giant A, but I mean, otherwise, it is fine. It's
0: not going to be on the jersey, I don't think. So, so you say it's a kids movie. Is that going to be the target demographic for this? Because I feel like we're almost the target demographic <laughs> for because it's everybody who watched Space Jam growing up is going to want to watch Space Jam 2, especially with LeBron in it. I'm not sure who the target demographic would be. I don't love the name either. I'm not crazy about the logo. Uh, not off to a flying start with Space Jam 2.
1: Well, I I from what we know, Clay Thompson's going to be in it, as is Anthony Davis. So I'm already on board. I wanted Blake Griffin to play a role in it, just because I think he's a pretty funny dude. Uh, So it's a little disappointing that he hasn't been linked to it just yet. Uh, And I think uh, somebody reported, it might have been Joe Vaughn from The Athletic. Uh, I think he might have reported Don Cheadle was going to be the villain in the movie. Oh, yeah. So that should be interesting. But uh, that was the most excited I've been about basketball in a few weeks. So I got a a good rush out of it. Uh, If you were to pick... Your I guess it would only no, it would be five, because they don't st I, I'm guessing they're not i am guessing they are not going to steal LeBron's talent in this one. Um if you had to pick five players to steal if you were a monster, which I'm not saying you're not a, monstar. You a <laughs> monster. You're not a monstar in my eyes, but if you were like an actual one, um whose talent would you take?
0: Well, Steph Curry already shoots threes from a different planet anyway, so that one feels like a gimme. Giannis is built like some kind of alien. <laughs> um, so that's two easy ones right off the top. I'm trying to, like, kind of compare them. Like, they had, like, a really tall, like, Sean Bradley was randomly in it. I mean, is Taco Fall, like, the Sean Bradley of mm-hmm. of this one? um Yes, Porzingis. Um, I'm trying to think. See, like, it's all. It's like funny going back and looking at the movie because, like, they pick like five sinners, and Muggsy Bogues is like <laughs> the, the players. Um, so we have Steph, we have Giannis. We'll say Porzingis, and then I uh, probably Joel Embiid, and then. I'm not sure who the last one would be. I'm trying to think of, like... I mean, Blake Griffin I would just want in the movie. So, I agree with you on that. I was a little disappointed he wasn't in there. I guess I'll go Anthony Davis. So, I guess he's pretty ridiculous and he doesn't make sense a lot of times either
1: <laughs> yeah uh, uh uh i see the no Kawhi in there is is pretty interesting to me
0: he's a clipper he's an enemy now
1: <laughs> well i i am not all the way on uh, in on that yet you uh clearly you're the purple and gold in your blood has a much higher saturation than my does mine does so uh i would i would pick Kawhi, Giannis, and Curry and then God, I need somebody in there for just jokes.
0: I that's feel like I was I think, trying to Embiid would be Bobby, pretty
1: fun. Uh, and Toby, I would like to
0: be in the movie. Ooh, that's <laughs> a, be great. <laughs> Ooh, that's
1: uh, a really good one. But beyond that, yeah, it, it really is. I, I like the idea of Kawhi being a monster because one of the monsters just wouldn't say anything, but they'd be really, really good. And he'd Be like the scary one.
0: His uh, hands are already like big enough to be a monster <laughs> as well.
1: Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll definitely be there. It is interesting when a movie from your childhood is reprised, whether it be like Finding Nemo to The Incredibles to those types of movies. I think are always really interesting to see. Who's being serviced the most—the kids in the theater or uh, the twenty-something-year-olds? So,
0: yeah. Toy Story has done a terrific job of doing that because <laughs> they keep they keep making Toy Stories. And like, I don't know if you've watched the fourth one. I was yeah. I was very hesitant to watch it because I thought they ended the third one so well, and I was like, that's a nice bow on like the trilogy. And I watched the fourth one during this quarantine. That was really good. If Space Jam can pull off something like that, I will be very impressed. Yeah,
1: and I wasn't super thrilled on the the prospect of a fourth one either, but I think they hit it out of the park. They touched... Pixar movies do a really good job of touching on, like, really adult themes that people are like, whoa, this is really heavy for a kid's movie. I love mm-hmm. the same, but I watched Onward not too long ago. It was just like, oh yep. Pull my heart strings, why don't you? Uh, but... Outside of Space Jam, if you're interested in... Or actually, you know what? Circle back to Space Jam a little bit. I have a tinfoil hat conspiracy I want to drop (laughs) on you right now. I'm
0: excited.
1: LeBron James will be able to decline his player option in 2021. He'll he'll have the option to be a free agent in 2021. I think LeBron James one-ups the decision... By by <laughs> saying he's either leaving the Lakers or s- signing with a different team or retiring at the end of Space Jam 2. Because the movie comes out on July 16th.
0: Um, I'm trying to think of the logistics of this. Well, one, that might have been his idea, but given uh, how things have happened... They may just still be playing basketball in July 16th next year. <laughs> <the> 2019-20 season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that part might be a little hard. Um, I can't imagine waiting all the way until July 16th to have to figure out LeBron's, uh, like, decision. No pun intended. Um, but, I mean, I'm here for it. Why not, like... That being said, he took a lot of flack for the decision. So I don't know if he wants to repeat anything like that. Um, Yeah, I can't imagine going on opening night and finding out he's left the Lakers at the end of Space Jam 2. (laughs) I would immediately go to Rotten Tomatoes and give it like a 1 out of 10.
1: That would be objectively hilarious. I think it's a possibility, though. Um, And to your point about them still playing basketball, we should probably talk about actual basketball stuff. Um, cause we did open with space jam and in hindsight, that wasn't the best idea, but we are going to spend quite a bit of time talking about, um, the, uh, uh, the basketball, I was going to say, we're going to talk a, a bit about basketball, making its potential return. Uh, but we're actually, we spent a good amount of time talking about space jam. So we'll take a quick break and then we will talk about the avenues that are being explored uh, for the NBA season to return. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, better known as Woj, uh, dropped a report, didn't tweet it, which is weird. Uh, I I think the only person I saw it tweet it was Andrew Lopez, who who covers the Pelicans for ESPN. Uh, But anyway, dropped this ginormous mega report that I didn't see a ton of people talking about, probably because he didn't tweet it. Um, And there's a ton in there, man, like so much. Let's circle back to the start of the day, though. LeBron James unpromptedly, or I guess he was kind of prompted, he wrote a report saying some agents and executives were against the idea of the season resuming altogether and just kind of wanted to, to punt the season, cancel it. Uh, if I had to guess, <laughs> it was one of the executives in the, the bottom half of the league, They don't want to pay their players to play meaningless games, (laughs) Um, but so LeBron tweeted in response to that saw some reports about execs and agents not wanting to cancel season three question marks. That's absolutely not true. Nobody I know saying anything like that. As soon as it's safe, we would like to finish our season. I'm ready and our team is ready. Goosebumps. (laughs) Nobody should be canceling anything. I think, and I just may be, this might just come off as homerism or me being an absolute LeBron stan, which I, the latter I'm not. I'd like to think I'm not both, but I'm definitely not the latter. Uh, but LeBron James saying that made me feel pretty confident about the season resuming.
0: That's a very powerful person who seems to be very adamantly against canceling the season. Um it definitely made me feel better reading it. It was one of those things. I definitely had not seen the report that he was referencing. We had to do some some digging to even find what he was talking about. Um, but it made me feel better about the likelihood of the the season returning. Because, yeah, if, if LeBron James is saying they're going to finish the season, like... It's going to take a lot to uh, to convince him otherwise, which, I mean, I guess in the long run, I mean, he really doesn't have, like, actual power in deciding that. But good luck being the person that makes LeBron James angry. Yeah.
1: It's funny, though, because, like, as, as excited as I got reading that, it really isn't up to the league or LeBron James, which you can argue are the same thing. Uh, whether or not the season returns like it is going to come down to local and federal government deciding whether or not it's in the public's um, which you know players and team staff are still the public um, public health and safety's best interests to return uh, i think they're definitely exploring every avenue they can and aiden walter norowski outlined a few of those avenues in the this- just mega report he did. Uh, And the thing that stood out to me the most, and I think raised my eyebrows quite a bit, just because I think it's one, something they should have started talking about even like much long or way before this. Uh, But he says, quote, their support for a 2020, 21 season that would start in December and extend through late July or August sources said Silver has been preparing teams for the possibility of a delayed start to next season, which would potentially address the league's longer-range longer concerns, whether this season is complete completed or not. Uh, that felt great reading because if basketball is going to be played again until September, there is at least a possibility that the Lakers will be playing regular season games, maybe even have a mini training camp. Uh, before going into the full swing of the postseason, which is great for a few reasons. One, you don't want players coming off of a two, and it very well could be a three-month hiatus, going into full postseason mode, because then you're just begging for in. The second is, as as quickly as the Lakers all got it together this past season or this season, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can't expect lightning to strike twice in the same place. Like they were lucky at the start of the season. I think they're going to need just as much time as everybody else to get it together this time around. Uh, but you may feel differently, Jacob. So um, what are your thoughts on the, the league calendar potentially starting on December in December and uh, ending July shoot 2021?
0: I think it'd be a net positive for the league. Um, it's been a stance I'd had since this all started. Um, the NBA right now is pretty much directly competing with the NFL during the year, and the NFL is just kind of this juggernaut that uh, no nobody can compete with. I think that's been one of that's been kind of my biggest point is that if they Stretch it out to what what Woj is suggesting. You pretty much are only battling the NFL for the first month, yeah. month and a half of the season. And then uh, pretty quickly, especially toward the end of the season, you're only battling baseball. And as much as you and I may like baseball, uh, it is quickly losing fans. Um, especially regular season baseball. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I think that proposition would be a lot better. Like right now, the, one of the main reasons that they don't have ESPN or excuse me, ABC Sunday basketball until the second half of the year is cause they just can't compete with the NFL on Sundays. Um, so and that, I mean, just take that for example. If they can move the schedule around like that, um, you get on national TV more and sooner in the season. Um, it's just stuff like that. But I mean, also from a logistics standpoint, like if they're as adamant as everybody seems to be about starting or about finishing out this season. Like, logistically, there's no way they could start another season on the regular calendar. Yeah. Um, and really, I mean, this however they finish out this season is going to have long-term effects because changing the calendar is one of those things that once you do it, you can't go back. Like, they can't play the 2020-2021 season through July and then say the next year, all right, we're going to go back to how the old calendar was. You have a month of off season or two months of an off season. So this is a very long-term thing that they're, um, I guess, toying with or or kind of exploring right now. I think in the end it would be better, but um, it's really hard to say. Uh, I mean, logistically everything makes sense, but uh, I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see. I think they almost have to do it. Either that or they're just going to have to play a severely shortened next season, 2020, 2021, almost kind of like a the lockout year where it started in December and still finished in um, June. But that included a whole bunch of games being crammed into the schedule. Those are, mm. I think, really your only two options. And I don't know why they would do a shortened season the next year after all the money they're going to lose this year. So I really only see that as being the only kind of logical outcome. And I think
1: it's a change that a lot of people, that at least I've talked to, have been pushing for a little while. And I mean, people I've talked to as in friends, I do not want. To, <laughs> I don't want do to. You get have sources. As, When's the league yeah. coming back? <laughs> My three entertainment sources have told me. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 a lot of people, a lot of writers I really respect have. Talked about you know starting the season on Christmas Day and making it play till July because the 82 game regular season schedule is just too long. We're seeing players you know sit out games because of how long the season is, uh, and I think that's a completely fair and valid point. Um, and I think it also, and this is something I've talked about on the podcast before. Don't know if they'll actually do it, um, but for example, the Pelicans, Trailblazers, Kings, Suns, and Grizzlies are all in contention for that number eight seed right now. Adam Silver has been kicking tires on a play in tournament for the eighth seed for boy it has to be going on four years now. Mm-hmm. A shortened season in a play in tournament for the eighth seed are two refreshing ideas that I think would be beneficial for the league. And I don't want to come off as tone deaf because I understand there is a global pandemic going on and that's obviously much bigger than anything basketball has uh, to do. You know whether it benefits the league or not. That is priority number one, and it's why, when it was first revealed that Rudy Gobert and a handful of Benetts players came out, I said, "Okay, well, season's not coming back." Yeah. Thankfully, in the months that have passed, it seems, the uh, the numbers and projections, at least in some areas weren't as bad as we thought it would be. And I am hoping it remains that way. Uh, and it seems now here in May, we're getting to a point where we're talking about a matter of when the NBA returns and not if the NBA returns. And it seems like people in the NBA agree uh, because in Walsh's report, he cites a number of people uh, that just seem to believe that the season's is going to finish this year, which is great. That's great to hear. Uh, I think we all want sports back. The big question is where it's going to return. And Woj reports, quote, for now, the NBA is still sorting out possible venues. The MGM Grand has been one of the several suitors pitching a plan to host the league and perhaps the WNBA, too, within three adjacent hotels, sources said. Some are proposing pod ideas spread across different regions. Team practice facilities have been discussed. The possibility of Disney World in Orlando, where there are basketball facilities and hotels, has gained momentum. That last sentence is pretty interesting to me. Um, I forgot. Oh, boy. I feel dumb because I can't think of who it was. But, oh, actually, you know what? I do know who it was. It was Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez was talking <laughs> about um, posting something at, uh, like, him and Brooke. Hosting the NBA playoff because of how what big Disney fan, fanatics they are. I love that idea. I think it should be up to them whether or not they actually want to play. Because for strictly entertainment value, I think that would be just wonderful.
0: I hope that if they take the uh, the rest of the season to Disney World, just hire a camera crew to follow Robin and Brooke around because that. <laughs> Has to literally be like their version of paradise or like utopia, like playing basketball games in Disney world. Um, I have to imagine that they've had dreams about that. So I just want to be a reality show on off days or it, it can just be like a 30 minute reality show of them. Um, riding different rides and then realizing they're going to be late <laughs> to the basketball game and the rush to get to the game on time. Um, but <laughs> realistically to me, it makes more sense to have it in Disney world as just totally kind of odd as that sounds um, for a variety of reasons that I think that have been laid out Um I don't know that Woj – I don't think he really laid out a lot of the reasons, but I know others have. Um, Disney World already is just kind of a bubble, and it and it's, it's easy.
1: C- it's cleaned around the clock, like yeah. even when it's open.
0: Yeah, and so it's, it, it'd be a lot easier to basically quarantine a bunch of people in there. Um, it's – basically owned by ESPN or it's part of the same company, however you want to categorize it. Um, so that aspect would be, uh, would make it easier. There's already multiple courts that are TV ready, basically. So, um, you won't have the issues of trying to find ways to televise the games. Um, and, It it was also interesting, I thought. I was trying to find... Yeah, uh, they also talked about... Obviously, the games aren't going to have fans at them, but um, they talked about having robotic cameras and having the TV play-by-play people work remotely. remotely. Yeah, Yeah, that second part seems... I would be surprised if that's not the case, Mm because that's just much easier. The robotic cameras seem... It seems hilarious. I'm just picturing the episode of uh, Community that we were were talking about earlier (laughs) where they have the iPads going around on the Segways, and um, I don't know how that would work. But, I mean, just from, again, a logistics standpoint, Disney World seems to make a lot more sense than Vegas. And I I know in Woj's piece he said as well that um, basically veteran players were – concerned about how young players would stay focused in Vegas. Um, I think the Vegas that they would be taking the NBA to would be much different than (laughs) what everybody assumes Vegas is (laughs) because Vegas is literally just shut down right now. Um, But yeah, I I just think from a logistics standpoint, there's a lot of reasons why Disney world would make a lot more sense. Um, It just seems a lot more feasible. Honestly, that's kind of what I expect if they bring um, or I guess when they bring the league back. And also, Florida's already started reopening things, for better or worse. We'll find out. But they've already started reopening things. So I know um, I'm blanking on the California's governor's name. Um,
1: Gavin Newsom.
0: Yeah, Gavin Newsom tweeted out the other day kind of their different phases for um, – when they were going to bring things back. And the very last one was sporting events. Um, so I think it's going to be a long time for California and other states like that. So Florida has already reopened um, that aspect. So that as well makes it easier to, to um, hold sporting events there. So um, <clears throat> it'll be interesting because I know, The initial date that Adam Silver gave was May 1st. They pushed that back, basically. But um, as they said in the piece, they're going to have to make some decisions soon. Yeah. Um, I think the line that stuck with me, though, because nobody really has an idea, and there's a lot of different ideas, and I think the quote that stuck with me is, it's hard to lead by consensus in a crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, Adam Silver's going to have to make a decision one way or the other and we're going to have to figure out the consequences good or bad um, based on the information he has Yeah. I, I still think it's a li- little bit further down the road before that decision has to come but uh, it's going to have to come this month and they're going to have to start figuring out some things but I would be surprised if it's not in Disney World where they finish out this season
1: I totally agree. And by the next time we talk, I hope that is what we uh, have to talk about. Figuring out, de- designating which rides every Lakers is, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be that uh, peak off season content. But until then uh, we will just listen. I was going to say, just listen to this podcast, but that doesn't make sense because you already did. Assuming you made it this far, uh, but subscribe to our podcast network. If you don't already, well, leave us a nice little review on podcasts, uh, and we'll we'll talk to you all again next week.